If you can identify and focus on that 20% that is really bringing you the most income and the most results in your business, that is the key to scaling your business right there. Welcome to the Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to uplevel your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie, as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about overcoming income blocks and how to free yourself to scale your business. I'm mostly going to be talking about why you should be working on your business and not just in your business. Now, I want to give you guys a little bit of an example as to what it means to work on your business as opposed to in your business. So working in your business means you are running the business. So you are taking care of clients, you are doing services that are income generating, you are perhaps doing the bookkeeping or the accounting, you might be doing the marketing. These are all things that are required to run your business. Now, working on your business means doing things that are outside of those things. That means strategy planning, goal setting, arranging a marketing strategy so that you can execute it through your social media or through whatever channels you choose. It's doing all those things that are required to actually grow and scale the business. It's not just servicing your clients. It's not just doing the things that bring in income, but it's really those bigger picture things that are going to move the needle in your business. Now, of course, it is important to work in your business, especially when you're first starting out You, of course, are the only person you are wearing all the hats and you have to do all of the things. And it's actually good to go through this process because when you start from the ground up and you have to do every single job in the business, you know exactly how they're supposed to be done. So it's actually really good training for later on when you are higher up within the business and you are doing more high level tasks. You actually know how to do all of the things in the business. And that's going to also help you when it comes to creating systems and processes in the business. I'm going to give you an example of an air traffic controller. So an air traffic controller is someone who's responsible for the landing of the planes, for making sure everyone is safe, making sure none of the planes crash. Now, could you imagine if the air traffic controller decided that they were also going to go serve all of the tea and coffee on the planes and they were going to restock the planes, they were going to clean them and they were going to try to be an air traffic controller all at once. Could you imagine how successful that would be? They could maybe do it for a little while and that would be okay, but long-term it's absolutely not going to work. So that's why it's essential that you don't get tangled up in those daily tasks of your business that can really divert your attention from your true role, which is a strategist and a decision maker for the business. 
You really need to be that visionary that guides the business, not just the operator of the business who's constantly putting fires out. Now, of course, as you are working in your business, it can be really hard to find time to work on your business. I totally get this. I remember when I first started out and I was doing hair, I would be doing my clients from 9am till 9pm and there really just wasn't enough time to work on my business. And I also kept thinking if I was to take time out of my day, time that I could be making money to work on my business, then I'm going to be losing money. And all I could really see in front of me was the opportunities that were available. So I knew that if I booked more clients in, I would make more money. And this was a cycle that I continued on for a very long time. It did take me some time to realize that I actually need to take out that time from earning money, so to speak, to actually work on my business, to be able to scale it and grow it. Now, of course, there's only 24 hours in the day when you account for sleep and family time and other responsibilities, you do become limited with your time. So how do you overcome this block? We have to start thinking about scaling your business because it's the only way to grow. Now, of course, you can scale in many different ways. You can scale by employing more team members to help with the load and then therefore increasing the sales in your business. Or you can look at developing other income streams such as group programs or online courses, or maybe looking at bringing in a product that you could potentially sell as an extra income stream on the side. These are the types of services and products that don't require extra time from you. And that's why they're so beneficial. They are something that can be sitting there and be sold, bringing you extra income without taking up more of your time. Another key factor in finding the time to work on your business is relying on your team. So if you are working on your own, of course, you're going to have to manage this on your own and you're probably going to have to take some time out of your personal time to begin with to work on your business and start strategizing. But if you have a team relying on your team to take on more tasks and being able to delegate more to them so that you can step back and take that time to really look at the vision for the business and how you're going to grow the business is so important. Another area you want to look at is automating things in your business. So any task or anything that could potentially be automated should be automated within your business. This is, of course, going to save you so much time and so much energy in having to worry about thinking about repeating tasks all the time. I also like to use a software called Asana, which is a project management software. I've talked about it so much on this podcast. I am kind of obsessed with it. I almost wish I was a partner with Asana because I basically am a salesperson for them at this point. But I love Asana so much and I have a list of monthly and weekly tasks that I need to get done. So I input them into Asana as recurring tasks so I don't have to think each week what do I have to do or each month when I have to do my monthly reporting and my overall vision and strategy. I can just go to Asana and my tasks are all listed in there. And I'm good to go. So that for me is a way of automating something that previously I would have just had to remember to do. Now, when you've decided that you are going to be working on your business and not just in it, which I'm sure you're already convinced that that is the way to go. You have to look at your time allocation for your strategic planning. So how much time do you actually spend on strategic planning? And I know you guys have probably heard the 80-20 principle before, the Pareto principle, and it's likely that 80% of your business's results are coming from 20% of your efforts. And this applies to so many different things in business. 
If you can identify and focus on that 20% that is really bringing you the most income and the most results in your business, that is the key to scaling your business right there. And you can't do that if you're swamped with routine tasks and you're continually being bogged down with other things. So strategic planning is something that involves long-term goals and then breaking those goals down into quarterly objectives and then into monthly plans and then into weekly tasks. So you take a really big goal that you have and you break it down into these easy bite-sized pieces that you can achieve over a longer-term basis. But this is something that you do need to take the time out to do. This is something you need to step away from your business and just really take that time to focus and be able to grow your business. Now, this is something I do pretty regularly. I generally do a quarterly planning session with my team, and I'll also do quarterly goal setting just on my own. But I am actually thinking of taking a trip somewhere for maybe a week and just solely working on my business and being completely removed from everything else in my business, in my world, in my life, and just really taking that time to do a little solo CEO trip. So this is something that has been on my mind for a little while now, and I'm thinking about doing it. I'm thinking of either going somewhere really peaceful, like the mountains and getting a cabin so I can, you know, go hiking and then I can come and work on my business. Or my other thought is to go somewhere like Bali, which is also so beautiful and so serene and taking the time out there to just relax and work on my business and just really get in the zone and not be distracted by anything else. So that's something that's on my mind. I may or may not do it, but however you choose to do it, it's just important that you do it. That's the main thing, whether it's quarterly, whether it's monthly, whether it's even every six months, the main thing is that you really take that time to step away, strategically plan your business out, strategically plan your goals, and then actually come back with a plan to implement them. In a fast-paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. Now, of course, when you are taking time to work on your business, I would recommend doing this on a weekly basis. So this is not setting big strategic goals, but taking time to implement those things that are really going to move the needle in your business that you have decided already that you are going to do. Now, I would recommend doing this weekly. If you can do it weekly, taking time to set a block in your calendar. So it's a blocked out time. It's not a time that is available for anyone else. It's basically like an appointment that you're putting into your calendar. And this is time that you are going to spend working on your business. 
So some examples of this for me currently in my business, for my salon businesses, I usually take the time out to look at our systems and processes and see what could be refined. This is a conversation that I'm constantly having with my team to make sure that all of our systems and processes are as efficient as they possibly can be. So this is something that I look at within the business. I also take time to review all of the sales figures. I like to really identify key areas in the business that need improving through the sales figures. So I look at the KPIs for the business. I review these and then I go over these with my team. And this for me is a way to really make sure I'm tracking what's going on in the business. And I'm not just looking at the figures and reading them, but I'm actually reacting to them and I'm actually doing something to improve those figures. Another thing I'm doing in my coaching business is I'm currently working on some new programs. So these is something that I'm very excited to announce at some point in the future, but I'm working on some programs that I can help to educate business owners on how to grow and scale their business. I really want to go more in depth with my teachings. I mean, I love being on the podcast and I love being on Instagram, but I really want to go more in depth and really teach strategic frameworks for how to actually grow your business. So this is something that I'm also choosing to spend time on to work on. And for me, that is something that is really going to grow my coaching business. This is going to help, you know, increase the amount of customers I have. This is going to reach more awareness. So for me, this is something that would indicate working on the business, not in the business. So in the coaching sense, working in the business is when I'm working with my clients. It's when I'm going on social media to promote uh, my podcast or I'm, I'm recording my podcast right now. I view this as working in my business. So I like to take that time out to work on my business where I can just be creative and I can come up with new ideas and I can just let those creative juices flow. And then on my e-commerce business, a big part of what I do is managing the finances again, and then also looking at the next quarter, working out what goals we have for the quarter. We like to do this as a team so that we can all be on the same page for what direction we want the business to go in. So those are just some examples of how I like to work on my business. And I can guarantee you, if you are not currently taking that time out to work on your business, just at least minimum one to two hours a week. If you start doing this, you will see massive results in your business. You will see a huge change in the growth, in the sales, in the scalability, in everything. It is absolutely game changing. So please, if you take anything from this episode, Make sure that you schedule at that time to work on your business and not just in it. And it will truly transform your business. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. That was a little bit of a shorter one, but I just had to share that thought with you. It's something that's been on my mind lately and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And now it's time for my favorite things. So this is again, another random topic, but I want to talk about my skincare routine. So lately I have been working on my skincare routine. I've always tried to take care of my skin and I've always been very interested in looking after my skin. And I've often bought really expensive products. I loved using Dermalogica. That was something I have used a lot of. I've tried a lot of different products from Sephora that I've seen influencers advertise. And I'm talking products that are like $100, $200. And I just felt like I wasn't really seeing very good results. I didn't feel like my skin was really getting any better. I was having facials regularly and I just 
wasn't really feeling like I was seeing the results. And so I started researching skincare brands and seeing what was available, seeing what was out there, what would be good. And this is honestly one of the most basic things, but I came across a brand and it's called Sarah V. I think I'm saying that correct. It's spelled C-E-R-A-V-E. And it's basically from the chemist, but it's a dermologically dermologically tested uh, skincare range. And it is so good. I feel like it's really gentle on my skin. Um, I've been using some of their products, such as the cleanser. I've been using this SA smoothing cream, which is, I think, a salicylic acid smoothing cream to just help smooth my skin. I actually even use it on my chest and a little bit on my back because I do get breakouts in those areas. And I've been finding it's really helping with that. I use a vitamin C serum, a retinol serum, and then a night cream. And I absolutely love the range. I have seen such a big improvement in my skin and it's honestly really affordable. It's just from the chemist. It's a great range. I know it's been dermologically tested. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but hopefully I am. And yeah, I just absolutely love it. I feel like I'm noticing the biggest changes in my skin and it's affordable and it works and I absolutely love it. So that was just a little recommendation for me for one of my favorite things. I hope you guys are having a great week and I'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.